Hey fam, it's Michelle. Welcome to Car Talk. And with me, I have my co horse. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> As you can see, I'm never allowed to live anything down within this family. (laughs) So difficult being me. Goodness. Okay, it's fine. So that didn't go very well. Uh, But I'll try it again. I'm Michelle. Hey guys, it's Ryan, yeah? I'm Pam. And we are Car Talk. So, um, besides that whole situation that just took place. <laughs> Give you a moment there to... Uh... Uh, pull myself towards myself. <laughs> These things happen and sometimes they, you know, they're not always to the detriment of our outlook. <laughs> well, at least you have a full spectrum of horses, you know. <laughs> There's a stallion, there's a mare, and a miniature pony. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. I remember when I was in the Netherlands and I kept on seeing all these Shetland ponies. Mm. I hope I said that correctly. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're so cute. With their little, you know, hoops with the fluffy. Mm. And then you're like, yeah. Pamela, you raise me of you. I said, look, there's so many of them. You could use them as transport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, today it's it's a cold, windy day in Johannesburg, and Sounds um, like beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> 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 well, I'm sure that's what the Smiths think at the moment, because I don't know what storm is blowing up in their lives, but it's blowing. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I think it has to be. I was surprised. I went onto Twitter and they were trending three times. Will Smith, Jaden, entanglement. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my word. Imagine your family trends in three in three segments. Mm. So that was really interesting. And and then I, I of course I'm in a WhatsApp group, uh, and then everybody was talking about them, and I was like, guys. Did I miss something? something. Yeah, what but is going on? A few weeks on? ago, August was like, I had a whole relationship with Jada. With, with Jada. I loved her so much. I gave her my soul. If I die today, because he's called to death these days because of his liver disease. So he's like, if I die today, at least I know I gave myself fully and wholly to somebody. So it's fine. <laughs> and Jada's like, eh. yeah, at least I, I died in art. I would have died an honest man. Yes. Um, so he went on to this. It's, I think it's one of his mates um, in sure. particular. Yeah. And uh, it's called the Quite Frankly Show. And he went and this is where he was kind of giving his account uh, of events. Um, and I don't really know what sparked it per se. 
But I think he probably felt that, you know, it's something that he needed to get off his chest. And just, um, well, he says in the interview, he talks about the fact that he lost a lot of money um, and obviously friendships, etc. From this relationship. Due to this relationship. Now, you obviously don't know the context and how that actually to, uh, must have transpired. But this was, I think, his account of, of, of things. And hey, he probably thought to himself, hey, you know, the way things are looking. And she's uh, based, maybe based on his interaction with her, he probably thought... Now's the time to actually come out with it and say, my peace. <clears throat> you know, because also if you, if you give your opinion first, actually, mm. and your take on things, you're kind of able to direct the conversation mm. a bit differently. Um, so that was like a big, like, shocker, eyes open. Mm. Jada, or come and give your, your opinion. We need yeah. to hear what's your take on this. The arena has been opened. Exactly. She was like, oh, hell no, nothing happened. It's she annoying. denied it. Denied it. <laughs> like her father denies a child. That forehead is not mine. That time the forehead says, you are my daddy. <laughs> Basically, and then she's like, Isha need to bring Will into this thing. But what I found interesting in all of this is that there actually is a proper definition of entanglement. In the dictionary. It is when you look, you look like you're in a relationship on the surface. But a lot of the time, it could, because you guys spend a lot of time together, but you guys aren't a couple. So on the surface. On so, the, so on the surface, yes. We just but you're just really good friends. So, so he was, I suppose you can't even call that ghosted. What do you call that? Dude, from me, because I want to know is when they broke up. No, she said in that red talk, because I then went and watched it, uh, because it, it came out 11 hours ago, and I, poor Will was sitting at the table, yeah. and he looked destroyed. He made a joke about it, saying that he feels like he's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> 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 Basically, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love my boo. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, he said that, and he joked about it, but his eyes looked really sad, and, mm. and that for me was, you know, I fell for him. You can see he's in pain. Yeah, mm. I mm. fell for him, and, and then I was, like, seriously blown away by how beautiful she looks at the same time. She just looks like she's not aging. Yeah, she looks good, eh? Like, mm. she's just, like, she looks yeah. perfect. Like, it's, it's hard. I can even understand can where... this was just like... Mm-hmm. Come here, girl. She looks good. So, keeping okay. herself up for sure. I want to go back 10 steps. What disease does August have? It's an autoimmune disease, so his liver doesn't function like a liver. It's an autoimmune hepatitis. Liver? He's a doctor, he knows it better. Okay. Yeah, it's you autoimmune explain. hepatitis. So essentially, in layman's terms, it's just basically the immune system, so your soldier cells, we call them, basically attacking self, so your own tissue. And can be throughout the body, it can be generalized or specific to one organ. In this case, it's the liver. So, um, basically, the immune system attacks the liver itself and the liver be, uh, becomes destroyed dis- and uh, becomes dysfunctional. Um, and we know that the liver is very important in terms of regulating our glucose, yes. regulating our clotting factors, you know, our ability to, yeah. to, to pro- um, stop bleeding once we've cut ourselves. Um, and many, many other functions, <clears throat> part of that metabolism of drugs, metabolism yes. of, of, of things. Alcohol and so when it stops, drugs. yeah, so when it stops working, a lot of things go wrong. Yes, mm. go yellow. Uh, jaundice is a typical uh, feature. So, um, that is what he had, 
you know, and um, that's why I think he's been quiet for a while because I think he's been having a lot of health issues and yeah. been in and out of hospital, but compacted. Can't be easy. Not at all. And compacted by that, he developed a, a neurological condition, um, which is called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is essentially um, weakening of the nerves uh, that supply the hands and more uh, the feet, you know. And generally, a sense starts at the lower limbs and a sense up and can actually ascend and affect your respiratory muscles and you can actually die from this yes. neurological condition. You know, so it's it's been a very, from a medical standpoint, it's been a very, very difficult yeah, time for him, you know. And maybe, I don't know, um, amongst, in, in terms of his illness history, when he met Jada and all of that, I don't really know. But maybe that's also part part and parcel of it you know if you're the going stress. through yeah if you're going through a really stressful time and somebody's there for you and or you know shows you some of you know kindness and affection you know and that's what you need at the time and 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 i don't know you know so maybe that also uh, contributed or impacted on the on the interaction and relationship from his point of view um and obviously from her point of view as well but but, but yeah so, so yeah. I can only imagine. So, from a health standpoint, yeah. he's really going through a lot. To yeah. go in and out of hospital cannot mm. be easy. Yeah, I remember I saw a post and he was just like, I woke up and I couldn't walk. And yeah, so and he was in hospital for a while. And this was just like soon after his sister passed away from cancer. And then he took, all, he took on her three kids. She had three daughters. First, the husband died, he was shot randomly. And then the sister dies of cancer, and then he had to take shoot on the kids. Shoot randomly away. Because <sighs> yeah, I like to thing. shoot. Yo, guys. So, that's and then horrible. I suppose he was going to... And then where are his parents? I have no idea. I don't know that much about August, but... Wow. Like, from his documentaries, but I, I think his mom is still in the picture, and I think he's got a good relationship with his mom. But I think the dad is not really around but he never really really spoke about him when he when i just you know was watching one of his documentaries you know because he's actually released a series of documentaries just mm. detailing his story and um you know really speaking about what he's been through and you know where he is at the moment and um kind of the prelude to the album that he's now releasing and um his mom is a quite a strong feature mm-hmm. um but the dad not so much so I think it's really difficult uh, you know when 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 you actually go through something like that because I can't imagine uh, the the pressure of because so when I was watching this red table situation right uh, one I felt sorry for will because will looked like he hadn't slept and he looked he looked hurt more than anything else. Mm. I think it's a hard one to hide. He just didn't look, you know, like the guy who was uh, climbing the Sydney Bridge and running along it and breaking records a few. I think it was last year that he did that for his birthday. That face was not the same face that was sitting at the table. And, like, yes, he was there doing that for Jada. But, I mean, I don't know their relationship, but it was really... I actually, as another human being... Looking at another human being, I felt really sorry for him. Uh, and I was blown away by how good looking she looks. 
which mm. is just crazy. I, I was like, what? Like, she didn't even look distraught. Mm. No, but she's not distraught because it doesn't seem like she really has got any cognizance of mm. of how how her denial of the whole situation has actually impacted on everyone mm. on, on everyone involved. Mm. And she does there doesn't seem to really be accountability for, from her side and saying, you know, this is what I did and the reasoning and I'm sorry. Sometimes you need to say I'm sorry for yeah. hurting somebody else's feelings. Yeah. You know? If you've done that you need to actually be accountable. And be able to be humble enough to say that she's not sorry. Yeah. And um, you could get that definitely from the interview. That was a bit disturbing for me. Because she's very, you know, in Afrikaans, they say, Artakhat. Mm. You know, you want to be stubborn and, and, and um, you know, uh, be def- like defensive. Mm. But you don't, you don't uh, want to actually take your responsibility mm. for what has actually happened. And you've got a role in this. You know, it's not solely your fault, but you've got to take a slice of of this pizza of the responsibility yeah. whichever slice you decide to take is on you but you need to take some of it you know you can't just sit there and be like well you know because her whole thing was no well we went together anyway so what's your what's the problem mm. you know but clearly there was still something between you and Will because he seems a bit yeah, well, blindsided I mean, by the whole you, thing if you separated and but like if you're separated but not divorced, I feel like it's such it's such it's a tricky space because for me where where water has run, it can run again. Mm. Yes, you know, and, and look, we they, all know this. So and we like all know this, you know. And so my my thing, my what I had the question of was what was the dialogue between her and August at that time? Because let's say they they went together. And, uh, and Will what was she saying to August yeah. you know what was she saying oh no I'm not with this guy or was she saying oh we'll get back together or you you know like what impression did she give yeah. you know and, and, and the thing is was August okay with it because that's the other that's the other sorry it's all good that's the other that's the other side of things is that you know you need to I can make a decision to be with you if you tell me all the information. Yes. So if you tell me you're still with your husband and you and I like each other and I, I want to and I decide for that to be the case, then that's my decision. So, you know? you guys have made- so did that happen or was it a thing of, oh, we're not together yeah. anymore? Did she give that impression and he thought that they were over and that's why he was he allowed himself to go there with Jada, you know? So that's all the stuff I guess we'll never really be able, we'll never really probably know. Um... But, um, and then also as a, a young guy like August, what was he thinking? Because at the end of the day, this woman is much older, <laughs> number one. Well, he's She's the same age as your, as your son. Same age as, as your best friend. And so, you know, the question is, how would he feel if his mom was sleeping with Jaden? Yeah. So, so, she, so she's much older and she's not exactly divorced or... You know, the situation, it just seems murky. And you, as a young guy, decide that you're going to enter this situation, you know. And it's it just, it's it's interesting, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, what the thought process would have would have been. Because, to my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, but what could you have expected, really? Because if, if that situation wasn't sorted out... They're you not. know, you where did you would you stand anyway? Yeah. As the as the other guy. Yeah. You know, you couldn't ex- really have expected it to have been a good outcome for you. Absolutely. You know, necessarily. 
you know and well now she's pretty much denied it until she came to well now we all know what the term entanglement means <laughs> but also i suppose you know it you i don't know, know what your guys take on that whole thing is you know in terms of you know being the other guy it can even be the other girl the other woman you know making an informed decision into still being with someone knowing that they're still with someone else or versus let's say it was kept from you you know what i mean it depends on how you get into the relationship i suppose as well you know um sometimes you can confuse helping a person like emotionally stuff you know because you've been well, that's how she kind of put it she's yeah saying, she's like i was I'm helping i i have this obsession and then, with fixing things and you know and then so it gets a bit it gets mad because because if, if if you if you already ha- are in a, a bad place and somebody comes and it's almost like um what do you call it how a i hate to say how a pedophile um what you call it? Uh, grooms, Entices, grooms yeah. a child. You know, you come and you don't know any different. You're there, and um, she's for like, oh, I can help you here. I can help you. Then you see yourself growing. You've stopped taking the drugs. You seem in a better space, much healthier. And then you're just like, oh, this is love. And then the love becomes a bit complicated. And then before you know it, you. You too, you like you. You're in it. You're in it to win it because you love a you love this person as a human. You know, and it's. But is it really? It's love from your perspective. But is it really love? No, it's 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 groomed. like love. Like it's you know what love, I mean. Love. Like it's love not. between two people, or is it just a thing of? Uh, I me. love you because you were there for me when no one was. And, oh yes, you know, all of that. You help me get out of this dark space, you know. And maybe for me, it's my perception of love. But is it really from her end? From her end, it, I don't know what it was. We can't, I don't think it was love. I just think there was an itch which needed to be scratched. And a little bit of a hee-hee <laughs> to, the, to the husband of like, look, I can get somebody better. Well, I'm not necessarily like I can get somebody better, but I don't know. I don't know if I would. Do you see August in his healthy days? Girl! <laughs> when he was there, but at the, actually, because when I was telling you about that interview that they did initially, when he was there with her, yeah, it was Red Table. Yeah, it and was. And that was a few years back. Mm. And you could already see in that interview, there was chemistry. You could see, you know, between the two of them. I never saw that interview. Yeah, yeah it was, was a talking, while back. She was talking because ta- uh, Red Table's two years old now. So in the beginning of so Red it wasn't Table. a while ago. She made it sound like it was four years ago. No, why did I hear four years? No, um, but I think that was the in the, the beginning of their breakuping or uncoupling. Mm. Because yeah, I mean, but you could just see they were staring each other across the table like. So you could see there was chemistry there, like mm. the way. You know, and he was going on about how you know much. when a woman looks at you like in a particular way, you know, you know, as a like, guy, like you know, I'm having flashbacks of five minutes ago. <laughs> something, you know, there's a little some some here, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it, it is what it is.
So you're essentially saying that, um, you know, the savior complex, uh, or also known as white knight syndrome, is a personality construct that, at first glance, according to Wikipedia, appears to be purely motivated by the urge to help. In truth, a savior complex is unhealthy and often gives a person an outlet to focus on so that they don't address their own problems, which I think is something that uh, she kind of hinted towards when she said, um, like she's all, people. I like saving people, yeah. Mm. That's a very dangerous thing here. It is. I think it is because, I mean, you look at the situation and a person who's in such a tough situation health-wise, I can't imagine mm. um, what it must feel like. It's already tough enough to have, you know, the flu. What more having an oh, autoimmune? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just don't know what day you're going to have when you wake up. And I mean, yeah, fine. We all don't know what day we're going to wake up and find ourselves between a rock and a hard place mm. but I mean if I have to wake up but not know that I can walk that would be you exactly. know traumatic yeah so it, it, it really just like you know messes up with your mind because one day you wake up and you're like oh okay he's fine and then the next day it's just like huh and then the next day you're fine again and then you so it, it's like there's no consistency yes it's not consistent like mm. you consistently not consistent. That's the only consistent. Like in, like you don't know what's it's going to happen. So unpredictable. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I mean, I just think it's a very unhealthy thing, and it's a very easy thing to fall into, you know, because <laughs> you'll be living your life trying to, uh, like, what did she say? Fix. What yeah. did she say? Fix, fix problems or fix mm-hmm. issues or fix something. And in in that case, you're always externalizing mm. the problem. The problem is always there. You know, it's never here. Yeah. You know, and um, you overlook yourself and the issues that you need to address. But also, where's this? I'm sure in that process, you you forget to love yourself, mm. and you forget to 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 actually. Well, you don't realize that you also need to be loved, and you need to actually carve that for yourself yeah. because you're too busy out there. Yeah, you right. know. So it's not it's not a very very it's not healthy at all. Um, and also, it can be a bit misleading, I'd say, because, you know, sometimes you, you're just doing these things maybe because you feel you want to do it and, you know, but is it always unselfish? Yeah. I think there is an element of selfishness to it because you feel you always want to be doing these things, but is what is your intent? Yeah. You know, you always have to go back to the intent of why we want to help people and mm. why we do certain things. It can't be compulsive or it can't be, you know, just a generalized thing. It's got to be guided. Yeah. I'm mm. I'm doing this because, you know, mm. not just to feed my own ego ego or you know, etc. So it's 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 a very interesting um concept. I actually wouldn't well, you know, you hear these other terms, hero complex and yeah, and I mean, and all of that. We're not psychologists, <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, uh, can you imagine how much that person must dislike themselves in order to receive validation from outside? You know, love comes from outside; it doesn't come from inside. That's what they believe. So they've never ever been taught, or they've struggled to love themselves. So. You know, they have this thing of just like, if I do this nice thing or what, is, what, or what society perceives as nice, 
then therefore I am a good person. Mm. It doesn't just come with the, I'm a, you know, you don't just say I'm a good person because I am Pamela or I am whoever, you know what I mean? It's I'm a good person because I helped Michelle find that shoe in the fourth grade, you know? And then I helped a little Tammy uh, find her toy in the sandbox because I'm just that person. I'm so helpful. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is we've got to define what is being a good person mm. for ourselves. Mm. Is being a good person mean I'm, does that mean I must give everything of myself to the, to someone else or to something else mm-hmm. and neglect myself in the process? Mm. No, you know does does being a good person mean you have to do all the good deeds under the sun, you know, yeah. and then forget home, forget your roots, forget mm. you know, is that is that it? We've got to redefine, mm. you know, what that means for us personally as mm-hmm. an individual, you know, because there's the societal view of what's a perceived. As a good person. Yeah. You know? Mm. And you really have to... Everything is balanced in life, you know? And you can't be too much on an extreme of a spectrum. You've Absolutely. got to... You know, it's a give and take. You've got to be able to give. But then also be able to know that you've got to give to yourself as well. Yeah. You know? And be also be able to receive. Because if you... If you're unable to love yourself, how are you going to be able to receive love from anyone else? Mm. Absolutely. You know? So... It's all these uh, things that we've, you know, I guess life teaches you. <laughs> well, you know, as you go along. To all of them in this situation, I do feel sorry for them. And at the same time, I hope that they find some sort of, of peace, all of them. Mm. And um, I really feel for August with his health issues. And I feel for Will as well, you know. Mm. And I, I really, yeah. It's, it's if self love is, I feel is, sorry is, for everybody, because including Jada, because she must not love herself, because she's because it's so twit. Because when you have the savior complex, mm. you actually also become resentful. Eh? Mm. Mm. You, you do. You become resentful, and you start blaming other people for mm. your Especially. actions. Well, not appreciating. You're me. not appreciating me. You're not mm. doing this. Mm. I did this for you. You know that kind of thing, mm. and you end up becoming very empty and resentful mm. as a person. So you have to be very, very careful. You know, and 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 aware. I mean, because she seems really in charge of her life and everything. That's the public and, sh- and, and, thing and she wants to give. Hey guys. Yeah, and for like in terms of August, I you know it would have been nice if you could have loved somebody who was actually available. Mm. But that's also you know because dealing we're not dealing with available. past relationships as well, you know because a lot of um you know that's what they always say you know daddy issues and you know mommy issues like if you don't deal, especially if you're going to be going into like a committed proper adult relationship if you do not deal with your past and how certain. Especially like your parental relationships, you know, and if you still have a chance to, you know, air things out or, you know, stand your ground or whichever, mm, you know. Because um, if you don't deal with that, you end up like nine times out of ten, okay, maybe not nine times, but like, you know, majority of the time you end up making a the really bad, repetition. De- bad, uh, a bad decision, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like I have a friend, um, well, neighbor, and... Because, you know, she she always talks about how much she she loved her father. He was her world. And especially because she also looked like him. And she's, she was smart, like him, book smart. But 
that guy wasn't the nicest of men. He was a narcissist, especially when he came towards her, when he came to how he treated women and his and her mother in particular. She ended up because she didn't deal with that. And the actual, like you know, because and and you know, it becomes so. It becomes nature. Yeah, but it also becomes a bit weird because you know people always think you know if you disagree with something or you don't like something about somebody, that means automatically you don't love them. Yes. So yes. you know you can love somebody wholeheartedly and just disagree with how they do things. How they do things, mm-hmm. and you know, and you just say it, say it up like, listen, bruh. I love you. Lord knows I do. I just, this for me is not my forte. I can't, I don't know. So if you're going to come and approach me this way, it's not going to happen. Please try to find another way or we will not just, you won't be part of this particular part of my life, you know, mm. or whichever. So she didn't do that. She ended up marrying her father and it didn't go, it didn't go well, well mm. you know what I mean? And now it's the whole hurting and healing, but you know, it's still, she still hasn't dealt with it. It's still, it's always his. Mm. It's still she hasn't taken responsibility, responsibility for her part, for, her part for allowing, mm. for for allowing and staying. Yeah. So it's it's just it's so weird. So like you know, if he hadn't you know so now with his next relationship, fine. Yes, he loved it, but it's not not all love is good love <laughs> you know what i mean Yay. so like now he has to yes sit down with himself look him in the mm. mirror and be like yo my guy and he didn't need to do the same like is she angry is she still angry with her mother is she still because her father was never around like is she pissed off with him like why are you doing this and like why do, and and you know she doesn't just like you know hurt a person like she cuts them deep She's like Israel, you know, you, you you attack them once and then they go and they kill your whole army. You know what I mean? It's 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 it's, it's hectic. It's not just like a normal mm. slight retaliation mm. because mm. you angered me. But it's just like Kaboom. cut, like dude, everybody dies. No, well, she's extremely no defensive. survivors. She's extremely defensive when she was being uh, put into a into the hot seat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She was very very defensive and uh, and also like you can not see that person's not in the space to actually change. Mm, she's not. And accept uh, growth and 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 and, and, for, and what's name themselves because if you mm. in the, when you're in that state you're still you've got so many walls up you are not even remotely ready. Yeah. yeah. She didn't even want to call it a relationship. She called it an entanglement. I mean that yeah, just anything to externalize it mm-hmm. to make it something that's there. Oh. It's not here. You know. And, 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 and that's passing the buck and mm, taking the responsibility away from yourself. Because I was just doing a good thing. I was trying to help this boy. And then all of a sudden, I fell, I fell on his genitals. And then it was over. Boom. <laughs> 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 Completely accidental. Yeah. No. So, so it's, 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 I just think there has to be accountability from each, each and every party mm. in the situation. It's you a know. difficult one. And it really is a difficult one. You know, I, I'm quiet about this because I, I I really feel for all of them. I feel like it's a very, very difficult situation. But it's also very personal. Like, it's just so weird that it was made so public. Yeah. Mm. But I think anything that has anything to do with uh, sex will become public in on, on, on social media. Mm. So, 
I don't know if you have any parting words with regards to this matter. Um, for me, it's just, yeah, it, it really, again, during this time, during Corona, we've been, uh, the nature of relationships is being, questioned. you know, questioned and, and we're looking at people because, you know, there's no getting away from, from another person, no matter how big your house is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what kind of relationships are we building? How are we getting into relationships with other people? What are we bringing into our relationships? How does it impact those relationships? I mean, these are all the questions that I think of when I see this whole situation play out. I don't know about you. Yeah, just like fix your traumas before you get into a relationship and hurt other people. That's right, word. Yeah, and stand, uh, I think if you make a decision, uh, your decisions in life, if they hurt other people, acknowledge it, you know? Yeah. And and um, whether you feel it's right or wrong, um, but but also learn to take responsibility and accountability for actions that have hurt and caused pain to others, you know, yeah. in, in, in any which way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, and that's not beating yourself up about it, but it's yeah. just at least being able to acknowledge it because that's a lot of what we actually need for healing to take place it's just acknowledgement then so I think that's for me I think for each party in the situation to take responsibility for their actions and role in whichever way you know uh, maybe will maybe can excuse himself partly but um, <laughs> yeah but essentially yeah yeah I hear you I hear you and I wish all of them peace mm-hmm. and I wish August, all the best because autoimmune diseases aren't friendly. He's better now. Well, and the person can be. <laughs> yeah, Music. but I, I still, it's, it, it's an onward struggle. It yeah. never ends, you know. Mm. So I just, I, for, I really wish him well, uh, and then he will be able to find someone that actually, you know, that's available to him. In the mm. words of Ryan. So, thank you so much for joining us. Let us know what you think of this episode. We love your feedback. Hey! (laughs) And we look forward to hearing from you. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Till next time, we are. Card Talk. Cheers. Also, animals as well. We are horses. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to live this done. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Like, oh, wow. (laughs) Okay.